back to Red, White, and Vroom Podcasting. Formula One, IndyCar, and Zeppelin Rallycross. A production of Consolidated Sleutheria Media. Official disclaimer, for the purposes of this podcast, I officially know nothing about anything, while Elena knows something about several things, none of them officially. I am one of your hosts, John, and joining me, on the other line. The only thing hotter than her takes is her canned jalapenos. It is Elena. <laughs> I always, I always find your intro hilarious. I, I, I always I, I, look forward to what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are in, um, we are in the offening. The, the interim of seasoning of IndyCar, certainly, which is in the middle of its, what, month-long uh, off-season between kicking off and having its next one. So uh, still not much to report from the IndyCar front. And after um, you know letting the blood money roll down like a river... Uh, in Saudi Arabia, F1 is also off this weekend, so we get to have, um, you know, it, it takes some time to talk about some of the more important, loftier matters of racing fandom. Uh, and that can start with one of our estimable competitors in the podcasting space, Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, where uh, we had a crossover event this week. You know, we are happy to collaborate with our you know fellow podcasters. And Elena, would you like to tell us uh, what we had in store for fans of motorsport worldwide? Yeah. So uh, on Off Track, they answer questions, and I submitted one that they chose because it was great. Uh, because on the on the plane down to St. Pete, my husband and I rewrote. Uh, the song Wheels on the Bus to be about cars on the track. And we, we you know, well, we did this because when we sing Wheels on the Bus, it always tends to be the parts of the bus and the races they make, not the people on the bus. I've been told this is weird, but that's how we do it. But I was told that it was wrong to say that the bus's exhaust went brap, 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 because buses don't have that kind of exhaust. So I was like, okay, fine, this could be about a race car. So we had to redo it about a race car. And that freed up lots of options because there are lots of things that like buses don't really do. Like their tires don't squeal typically. You hope Hopefully. their brakes don't squeal. There's a lot of stuff that like you can make fun sounds with for a race car, but not with a bus. Uh, and so we were we were talking about what does the driver say? And we my husband does high performance driver education sometimes. So we know what the the DE driver says, but not what the race car driver says. And I was like, well, who better to answer than Alexander Rossi? So we asked Alex. Uh, the answer they gave, there was some like hemming and hawing about it. They they were like, well, we don't really talk. But the answer <laughs> yes, is... Like, I, I appreciated that... Uh, you know, Hinch and Them jumped in immediately, and Alex initially took it very literally and said, "Well, you know, I normally don't say very many things into the microphone." <laughs> yeah, 
But what it came down to is that the driver in the car says push, push, push. Which, uh, so just, you know, for anyone who's interested in what the DE driver says, which when we sing it, it's the the daddy in the car says, because that's what my husband does. Uh, He says, point me by, because in DE, you can only pass if the person in front of you gives you what's called a point by. So, like, when you've been following someone around That's also often how it is in Formula One. (laughs) Yes. And the, the grandpa in the car, because my father instructs, uh, for DE. So the grandpa in the car says, break late here. Because that's what the instructor <laughs> is usually telling you because most students break too early. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, you know, we have gotten the push, push, push from uh, Thim and uh, Hinch and laundered through Rossi, who belatedly <laughs> remembered his humanity <laughs> and agreed with them. I'm really looking forward to when he has kids one day. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to hear about on the podcast. Without question. Um, However, we have some time on our hands, and so we can review the options and, you know, pitch our own alternatives for doing the race, the wheels on the race car. What do the drivers say? Well, okay, so push, push, push is pretty good. You don't have a whole lot of syllables here. You are somewhat mm-hmm. limited because we would prefer it to scam. Um, what does also work would be, but is not maybe appropriate for children, uh, is what the F. Uh- <laughs> because I definitely have heard that on uh, driver's radio. You know, some guy cuts you off. Right. I, I, I was thinking, you know... I mean, just a series of different beeps in Scansion, really, yeah, well, w- would be the most accurate of all the things. Well, they did mention that Connor Daly, the Connor Daly in the car goes bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> or uh, Connor Daly goes, uh, get some ice. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, you know, I think this would be a good one for our listeners. If oh. you have any ideas here, please contact us. We don't have a podcast email. So Except we do. We do? Redwhiteandvroom at gmail.com. Okay. Please you- submit your own submissions for what do the drivers say? Also, if you've got any like good like noises for parts of the car, that's also we're always happy to hear those. I'm not gonna run through all of them right now. But suspension goes creak, creak, creak. Uh, well, spring, spring, spring. Mm hmm. You have higher quality suspension. Well, on the race car, yeah. Uh huh. The the bus suspension going back for a minute when because most buses have air suspension. Mm hmm. Like a Pugio. Uh, the turbo may not exist, but Pugio does. This is the John (laughs) Cannon. Uh, all right, and was there a follow-up involving uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Well, so there was a woman who responded on Twitter uh, to to off-track talking about this, um, saying that she changed the words to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for her son. Unfortunately, when I slid into her DM, she did not respond. So I don't know how exactly she changed them. But... 
Uh, we'll leave that one as an exercise to the listeners as well. If you have a rewriting of Twinkle Twinkle, I will sing it for you on the show if it's good. It, and to the courage dark herself. Yes. Uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, let us move on to what is uh, really one of the most overdue segments in our podcast. I can't believe we've gotten so far into our you know, episodic season without giving due time to this. But it is time to arrive into Merch Corner. Ooh. All right. So Elena and I are, we're junkies. We have a problem. I am John and I'm a merch junkie. I'm Elena and I am a merch junkie. And we're not sorry. In fact, we want more as all good junkies do. And so, you know, we have been, uh, you know, adding up a lot of Formula One merch over recent years and are now starting to broaden out. And um, we have recently procured some new merch. And so... Elena, would you like to review the newest addition to our habit-forming habit? Yeah, so uh, John and I got matching hats. Um, Like all good podcast co-hosts do. Of course. Uh, He doesn't have his yet because it was shipped to my house to save on shipping because McLaren ships their IndyCar hats from England. So that, yeah, what? Anyway. So we got the Aero McLaren hats uh, for the IndyCar team. And so there are several ones. These are the black ones with the, the white arrow across the front and that blue line on the brim. They also have, like, the core of the brim is a really nice, like, shot of papaya. Mm-hmm. Pato was wearing this, uh, you know, on the track. Well, a- after he was on the track. While he was by the side of the track, he was on camera with this, and it looked sharp. And it, it emptied good. our wallets. It debited our accounts directly as soon as he came on camera. They are charging F1 prices for this IndyCar hat, and it is worth it. <laughs> okay, so what sort of quality are we talking? Okay, so it is fairly high quality. It's actual embroidery for the arrow on the front. It's raised oh. and it's embroidered. Uh, same with the new era logo on the side. Uh, some of the hats are just printed on. Uh, one of the things I love about my Williams hat is it's very embroidered. This is like that. Uh, the the stuff on the side where it's got like the the swoosh and the Aero McLaren A, uh, that's not embroidered. That's just a decal. But the hat material itself sort of feels like those like windbreaker pants everyone had in the 90s. Um, oh. Yeah. It's I was like, it's, not expecting that. No, I wasn't either. I'm very pleased with it. Uh, and I really like the blue on the brim. I really wanted the F1 hat. And then I saw that the IndyCar hat was better. So I got that instead. A, a, a great lesson. Yeah. Well, and I'm very excited because I can wear. I wore my McLaren F1 hat to the St. Pete race. But I'll be able to wear my McLaren IndyCar hat to the Detroit race. Nice. Nice. As well as Montreal. Yeah, although I might, I have a lot of F one hats, so I may, I yeah, may wear this one then. <laughs> it, it is important to wear your F one hats, but I, I feel like some of us may uh, represent uh, that there is a multiple constituency, uh, even in the bowels of F one. Well, so 
I don't actually have any F1 shirts, uh, mostly because when I acquired a lot of these hats and uh, around like around that time I was pregnant. So I did not want to buy any shirts because anything that fit me then would not fit me later. So the Whereas only- your skull has remained resolute in the face of hormonal fluctuations. Yes. I don't want to think about what kind of body horror would lead to my head changing size <laughs> because I'm having a baby. But I'm sure it has Yes, it is very fun. much the other way around. The babies, their heads, you know, have some flexibility to them to assist. But oh then they seal up and become solid and our heads don't change after that. This is our segment in physical anthropology. Anyway... <laughs> The only, I have, like, some motorsport shirts, I have a, uh, but the only, like, racing shirt I have is my uh, Alexander Rossi Andretti jersey. Oh, okay. So that at Montreal. Yes, yes, that, that is very good and very important. Um, now, speaking of uh, needing merch, one of the frustrations as uh, an Andretti fan uh, when I was going to Montreal last year was wanting to find something to represent Andretti and tell the powers that be in Formula One that we want Andretti. Let Andretti in. Um, And so I went to their website and it was bleak. It's not, there are like three things and none of them are good. And That continues to this day. And so I managed to find what I'm wearing today and what I'm wearing in uh, most recordings, unless I am particularly celebrating one of my favorite drivers. Uh, I am wearing something I tracked down off of eBay when Andretti used to make better stuff, apparently, as this is a red, white, and blue American flag-brimmed Andretti hat. Yeah, it is. And so I am making an appeal to you, Michael Andretti. Get some better merch. We want it. We need it. We will buy it. We don't have the self-control to not buy it. (laughs) Feed the merch junkies. Else we will go into withdrawal. And you do not want that on your conscience. Uh, Any thoughts on uh, Andretti merch, Elena? Well, so Andretti no longer has any of my favorite drivers, so I haven't looked at their merch recently. Um, Uh, Left in the the rearview mirror as you consolidate your affections in the papaya. Yeah, although I'm not really liking any of the McLaren F1 merch these days. They really peaked... They mm-hmm. peaked at Miami last year. The Miami hats were awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's been all downhill since there. Right. And speaking of uh, Formula One teams, the you know since two years ago when McLaren was the Formula One merch king, uh, Williams came last season and seized that crown, quite literally, with the crown that they embroidered <laughs> over all their Silverstone merch. Uh, and... Honestly, it was glorious. It was one of the greatest years in merch that I can remember. Um, There has been some intense conversation around the Australian 
uh, Williams merch as they have yellow and green and kangaroos. And I, I, I like it. You know, it, it is not sort of the prep core of uh, Williams last year and into this year. But, you know, not everything has to be in one style. And let's face it, those Aussies, they've never, they've never seen an upper crust. They are scrambling about in the sand, you know, with carbureted engines still. They have their yellow and they have their kangaroos and they measure their cars in kangaroo power. Wait, what is, I wonder, what is the conversion from a kangaroo power to a horsepower? Listeners, if you know this, write in to redwhiteandvroom at gmail.com. We also will pursue a deep engineering pursuit and let you know if we find results. Okay, I have an answer. Uh, We might need to fact check this. But if you assume that a kangaroo can bounce 10 feet high and weighs 200 pounds, it will have on average a power output of about 2,000 foot-pounds every three quarters of a second. So that's about 2,500 foot-pounds per second, which is uh, 4.6 horsepower. A kangaroo is 4.6 horses? Yes. I am impressed, ye kangaroos, and I already held you with daunted and fearful respect. Sorry to go off uh, off topic there a little bit, but... I, I think that is only on topic. The Williams merch, so... The I was not a huge fan of like the super preppy Williams merch. It's I mean it's not that it's not my aesthetic. It definitely is, but it was a little bit too much my aesthetic. It didn't feel like F one merch. It felt like oh this is just where I'm going to go shopping. So I, I'm actually really liking the Australia merch this year. If I were more of a, a Williams fan, I might get some. I really like bright colors. I was going to say, yes, I was going to say that I was interested to pitch this to you, particularly because when I saw the green and the yellow and they blared into my eyes like the Technicolor of Jacques Demy's 1960s movie musical Umbrellas of Cherbourg, I was like, Elena might like that. Yeah, I mean, for, for my like sports memorabilia or sports stuff i like stuff that's like pretty garish and that like no one would wear if it weren't for a sports team Mm -hmm. that's my ideal like people should know that i'm wearing this because it's supporting a sports team it shouldn't look like something i might just wear because it's nice yeah i I like having a mix i I like having a mix in there of things where it's just like all right this is just good and it's also you know, got a, a patch woven in in some way. But also, you've got to have a little bit of, I'm here, I'm loud, and I'm proud. Yes. All right. Now, uh, speaking of merch, uh, one thing I have heard you mention of late is that you have a need uh, for revisiting the Alonzo uh, merch corner. And so I thought we could do a little bit of uh, comparative shopping here on the pod. Okay. Uh, but first, I, I like, you know, just to set the scene, if you could sort of introduce our listeners to your relationship with Fernando Alonso. So I think I've talked about this before. I, I was an Alonzo fan sort of as a teenager because I thought he was dreamy. 
Uh, to be fair, he was. Um, and then it sort of fell off during the McLaren years because it was just depressing to watch him. We It was not an enjoyable experience for anyone, including him. And then he left F1. And I was like, okay, well, he's not an F1 driver anymore. So, like, I'll sort of vaguely interested in what he's doing, his, like, pursuit of the Triple Crown. But, you know, okay, off my radar. And then he came back to F1. And I was like, old man, what are you doing? And now I've come around. And he clearly still has it. And I also, like, always like the old man on the grid. Like, I'm big Kimi Raikkonen fan, too. So... Now I'm like, okay, well, I need an Alonzo hat. I've like, there's been a lot of times I've almost bought one, but like the stupid, like Kamoa, like what I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to myself. And they were all flat brim hats for a while. And flat brim hats look terrible on me. The only one I have is a Kimi Raikkonen one. And I cannot wear it anywhere. Because I made the mistake once of wearing it when I uh, was, I was flying somewhere and I was also wearing my sweatpant overalls, which are blue. And I was wearing a red shirt. And it's sort of a red hat. And I got off the plane and I was meeting friends at baggage claim. And one of them was, oh, you look like Mario. So, <laughs> and like, the worst part is she wasn't wrong. So, yeah, anyway, I've gotten way off topic here. But I need an Alonzo hat. I would like it to not be a flat brimmed hat. All right. Well, we have a variety of Alonzo uh, merch options that have been uh, pulled up here and so i am going to share my screen and uh elena you can just uh as we go to each one give just a very uh concise capture for our audio format listeners of what you're looking at and your reaction to it okay okay so here we have the official aston martin team cap which is currently only available in kid size because Fernando Alonso has broken the internet. So I'm not a huge fan of this one, partially because it's an Aston Martin hat and partially because of the Hugo Boss sponsorship on the back where it just says Boss. So let me say, I did not realize that they had a Hugo Boss sponsorship when I first saw the back of this hat. <laughs> and so I just like, I was looking at it because I wanted to maybe buy a Fernando Alonso hat. And the Aston Martin thing was a selling point to me. Uh, so that was helpful. And then I got to the back and it just said boss. And I was like, of course, Fernando, of course. <laughs> you just emblazoned boss on the back of your hat out of nowhere because you are you. Um, the other thing about the the Aston hats is that they're clearly like the printed on hats. And like I think I mentioned earlier, I really like the ones that are embroidered. Uh, so like it looks, I mean, I'm sure it would hold up well. It's not like I'm particularly rough on my hats, but it's not like, it's not the style I prefer. All right. So next up, we have the official Fernando Alonso team jersey. Also available only in kids, but this is presuming it comes back into uh, shop in a women's. Okay, so I like this better than the hat, actually, but... Remember, you have to describe it. We are an oh, audio-only format. <laughs> so this is a green, like the Aston Martin green uh, jersey. 
It's got all of the logos for every sponsor all over it. And it says Alonzo and has his number on the back, 14. Uh, and it's got the Aston Martin logo on the front and also on the back in like highlighter yellow. Um, I would not wear this. So I would not pay $60 for it. And I suspect the adult one costs more than $60. Oh, okay. But so you like this more, but you, you would not wear this? No, I would not wear this. Okay, even though it is clearly a sporting shirt. Yes, it's clearly a sporting shirt. I'm iffy on like driver jerseys. I only bought the uh, Andretti Rossi jersey because it was on sale because he no longer drives for that team. And it's pink. Mm, very nice. All right, let's see what we have up next. Of Oh, we have uh, some of their backordered uh, from his recently departed time at Alpine. So here we have the women's uh, Alpine Fernando Alonso jersey. So this one's blue, but it's got the French flag on the sleeve. And I wouldn't want anyone to think that I support the French. Fair enough. Next up, we have, tell us what we have. So this is an, another Alpine uh, Alonso jersey. Uh, this one's red and yellow. So I think it's supposed to be like Spanish flag. Um, and it's got like the Alpine logo. It's got a, a weird yeah. radiant effect going on. I like this, actually. If this were women's, I would wear this. All right. We have something uh, pretty good here. And it is on sale because it is an Alpine Alonso jersey. Um, let's see. Up next, we have the we have the Kamoa with Fernando Alonso. You can't not do his what I gather is his own personal brand, Kamoa, for some reason. So this one, it's got like a it's a blue hat, but the front part it's sort of like the trucker hat where the back part's blue, but the front of it is white, and it's like that like mesh basketball short type fabric. And it's got an embroidered Kamoa in like a a teal script at a 14 on the brim and it's kind of horrible but i like it and i would get i think the fabric would attract dog fur really badly but if it didn't this would definitely be a contender and this is the 2022 fernando miami gp hat um we have here a kamoa racing retro sticker set what am i gonna do with stickers oh no <laughs> next up we have Fernando Kiche. <laughs> okay, this is really goofy looking. Uh, it's like the goofiest little, like, Fernando. It's got, like, really bad stubble uh, and, like, some sunglasses and his little Kamoa hat. And he's holding his helmet. And, and is there some terrible chafing happening between <laughs> his legs here? I no, mean, I, think, is... I think it's supposed to be, like, the same pattern that's on his helmet. But it really looks... It looks... It looks like he has some stains from a uh, menstrual situation. <laughs> I, I would not use this keychain. Okay, keychain out. Oh, so now we are into uh, Etsy and uh, some of the creative gear. So here, this is a sweatshirt. This is Fernando Alonso. It has a picture of what I assume is his Aston Martin. Uh, it says 1981 in Spain. So I, I'm assuming that's when he was born. Yeah, that's definitely and when he was he's born. old. Yeah, he's, he's... I like it when the drivers are older than me. Um, we we only not, have... 
a, a little bit longer. You have longer than I do, though. Fair. I would not wear this because if I'm going to get Etsy gear, why am I getting his Aston Martin on it? Mm-hmm. So next up, we have... Oh, you know the things that I like. This is a uh, painting or like a print of a painting uh, of Alonzo's... Is this him winning his constru- his first constructor's championship? 2006, so his second. Okay. Uh, and I'm a In the fictionalized Reno. <laughs> this... So I don't have anywhere in my house I would put this, but... I would be sad about that fact. Okay, good to know. And next up. So here we've got a sweatshirt that has Alonzo doing some sort of interesting pose that looks like he's trying to be an eagle. I don't know. Maybe it's like a thing with the kids. And it says El Plan. Um, yes, this looks like a mis-executed dapping. Dabbing. <laughs> Uh, but I apparently this is the pose he struck when winning his 2006 world championship. Okay, good for good for him. Um, no, I would not probably wear this one, but it's very close if, to something I would wear. Okay, if it were a hoodie, uh, not a crew neck sweatshirt. You know, I, I think uh, Etsy. Well, Etsy may not be able to help you. But Redbubble can. They can slap it on anything. What do we have here, Elena? So here we have a t-shirt that says a Fernando Alonso. And it's got some photos of him holding trophies. He's he's holding a trophy in his Ferrari kit. Then he's in his Alpine fire suit as well. And it's got his uh, Ferrari car on it. It's, it looks sort of like the same vibe as like, there's like mid 2000s, like, sort of horrible graphic tees that and like i would absolutely wear this okay no i don't like crew neck t-shirts really well that is something that red bubble they can probably take yes red bubble has got you covered right there um okay so this one this set is a t-shirt that says chad lonzo it is a picture of him sort of in the style of those Obama hope posters. And I literally cringed when I saw it. And it has a uh, photo editing software elongated neck of the man with the strongest neck in motorsport. He has such a thick neck. <laughs> Next up. Okay, so this one is a t-shirt that says, I am, and it's got check boxes, uh, single, taken, and then this is the one that's checked, mentally dating Fernando Alonso. And it has a 14 on it. I, so I don't think I would wear this. I think my husband might take offense. But if we change this to married to, I might have someone I need to buy it for. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next up, and take a close look at this one, because this uh, is a little bit smaller, so you might need to lean in to check it out. Is this just a photo? Yes. This is just... (laughs) Oh! Oh, Why are you doing this to me? Oh! Oh. The the Fernando Alonso-ing. I'm not going to describe these. 
but the man is dreamy. Listeners, you will have to fill in the rest with your imagination. All right. Well, I I think that uh, on its own was a fantastically successful off week of Red, White, and Vroom. So, Elena, how are you feeling about your merch prospects for Fernando Alonso now? Oh, there are so many options. I... I think that I'm going to have to go for something classic. I'm going to look at some secondhand hats on eBay, I think. Um, I think I want a Mc- uh, Alonzo McLaren hat from the first time at McLaren. That is an important distinction. Yeah. The, the, the one where he narked on his own team for Spygate, and nearly got them eliminated from the sport. I mean, peak Alonzo. Peak. Peak Alonzo. All right, well, that brings us to our customary, hallowed, time-honored outro. A favorite random motorsport fact or anecdote. Elena, what do you have for us this week? Okay, so... Uh, this one, because we've been in honor of Fernando Alonso, the man who, as we all know, has been chasing the Motorsport Triple Crown. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Motorsport Triple Crown, it's an unofficial thing, but it's considered to be the Indy 500, uh, the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and the, Monaco, and the Monaco Grand Prix. If you win all three, that's winning the Triple Crown. So there's only one man who has done this, and that's Graham Hill. Uh, widely regarded as one of the best drivers ever. Uh, Fernando Alonso has two, won two of the three. Uh, he he won Le Mans and he won Monaco, and he's been trying, or he's tried several times for the Indy 500, but he has not made that happen. So that's my fact. The only person who has done that is Graham Hill. Okay. Well, my favorite random uh, motorsport fact or anecdote is actually a recycled one from uh, our McLaren episode because you, our McLaren fan, erroneously identified the McLaren logo as a swoosh akin to Nike. Whereas one of my very first random motorsport facts or anecdotes it's a Kiwi, is that I know. that sign is in fact a Kiwi and was originally. Literally a picture of a little bird kiwi. Shameless recycling. Recycle people tend to the earth. Uh. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. As always, we are glad to have you. And please do write in to answers to our questions about... Alternative lyrics to Wheels on the Bus and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star fit through the filter of motorsport. Send to redwhiteandvroom at gmail.com. Do we actually have that registered or did you register it just now? Yes. And in fact, I told you about it and you were surprised on that second episode. On that same episode, I think. That's where, like, most of, like, our emails for, you know, all of the places that we are registered go to. We're registered places. Uh, like iTunes. It's not like a gift registry, okay. Sorry, right. I was like... Yes. 
So I apologize to our listeners for with it. But definitely email us. We want to hear from you about alternative song lyrics. If you have other children's songs that you want to rewrite about motorsport, we'll, I will also review those. And uh, if they're good, I will at the very least sing them to my daughter. Thank you and good night.